0: Hello and welcome to the Arista Wealth Podcast, where we focus on your finances, wellness and lifestyle so you can focus on living your dreams. We'll help you navigate through important topics so that you can elevate your life and financial health. Let's get started with your host, Paul Moffat.
1: Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Arista Wealth Podcast. Today, we're on episode 38 And we're very, very excited to have Christine Stone with us. She's a dynamic, energetic, snappy, cutting-edge, high-performing person, and we're super excited to have her with us. Welcome, Christine.
0: Hey, how are you, Paul?
1: We're doing great. We're so happy to have you here today because we all have a little weakness in our life, and it has to do with organizing. (laughs)
0: And you're not alone. I hear this all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so we're super excited to jump into this. But before we do, tell our listeners about you and some of your superpowers that you have.
0: Oh, great. Okay. I am a professional organizer in Jacksonville, Florida. I have been an organizer for over 14 years. And my superpower, or what I'm well known for, is I am the purge professional. I am the person people call when they want to get the job done, whether it's downsizing, moving, getting rid of sentimental clutter, moving into a smaller place from a larger place, and really doing the purging to simplify their space and really reclaim their space and start to enjoy it. I love it. The Purge Professional. Yes. I love it.
1: I love it. Well, we're super excited. Thank you for the update. And 14 years is a long time, Christine. I'm sure you've got some good stories to share with us. Let's jump right into this and let's talk about organizing versus an unorganized environment. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Well, an organized environment brings you the calm and the peace and the serenity when you come home at the end of the day, and it makes you love the space you are in. An unorganized home causes anxiety, frustration, stress, and you're not looking forward to coming home As I saw through when people were home during COVID, people could not stand to be around their clutter. Pre-COVID, people could escape their clutter. Well, they couldn't when they were sitting home all the time. And I had never been busier because of that. People just could not stand to look at all of their clutter. And so I think it really made people realize and really purge their surroundings now that they are home more often. And so that's kind of what I do. I come in and I help people purge and organize their space so that they are so excited to be in their space.
1: Talk us more through that. That's a real powerful concept of the benefits of an organized space versus an unorganized space and the effects of anxiety, frustration, resentment, anger. Is there any land in between or is it just sort of saying, here's the benefits and let's get us to the benefit area?
0: You know, it all depends on the person. Everybody is different. I have clients that are repeat clients. So I go in maybe every six months and kind of just fix the place up a little bit and kind of get them back to the place they want to be at. And some people I go in, I help them purge everything. We get the space organized and they can do it on their own from that point on. They just were overwhelmed. And that's what I see all the time all the time, is people are overwhelmed and they don't know where to begin. So I come in and I help them start the process and kind of handhold through the whole entire thing. And I make sure when they are ready to get rid of things that they're gone. I have my ducks in a row before I get to the house. Where are we going to donate? having people come in and take the trash. So it's like a service where you don't do anything but sit in a chair and I hold things up and we say yes, no, and we even have a maybe pile. My goal is when I leave to kind of have those bricks released off their shoulders so that they can just sit back now and relax and enjoy their space.
1: Well, I love it. I love it. So COVID is still here the virus itself has come and gone. It's still lingering. We have different variants. It's now in our ecosystem. But what you're telling us is that people are really overwhelmed and it really sped up what their home looked like and their space looked like inside. And the benefits is if we get things organized and get a handle on our surroundings, we can reach that calm and peaceful state of mind. And- you're yes. the person to go to, correct?
0: Yes. Well, any professional organizer basically does exactly what I do, but I really focus on the purging because if you just try to organize your stuff, you're never going to be happy with the end result. Everybody oh. needs to purge the items they no longer need, use, want, love, and that includes sentimental clutter. If you keep everything you've inherited, And keep it in boxes. I've seen extra bedrooms, just boxes from the floor to the top of nothing they want, nothing they need, nothing they use. But someone, they inherited it and they don't know what to do with it. They don't like it, they don't want it. But what do they do? Then the guilt comes in. Then people live with guilt. Because I can't get rid of that. That was Aunt Sally's. So people keep items they don't want, but they don't want to display them. They don't want to take them out of the box. They don't like them. And that's where people start to get overwhelmed because they just get more and more and more without getting rid of anything. So I come in with suggestions, whether it's take a photo of something before you get rid of it, keep one china bowl and put your rings in it. let the rest go that was your grandmother's you can can consign it there are places that you can find out how much they're worth and put them there are things you can do with the items you don't want and that's where i come in so we research it we see what they want to keep some things they just need to get rid of and so we donate but it's really thinning out your space and reclaiming rooms that have become storage units in your own house, You know, not taking on everybody's stuff. And then I have people whose kids, they keep saying, my kids want it. My kids want it. Their kids tell them, I don't want any of it. This generation <laughs> does not have the storage for all your stuff. They don't want all your stuff. They live a different more simplified life. I mean, these 20 and 30 year olds, they don't live with all the clutter like the older generations do.
1: Christine, I mean, that is just some straight talk right from your lips to our listeners. But I mean, you got to help me out. I'm a little bit of a sentimental guy. I still own the necktie that my father-in-law wore to my wedding from 28 years ago. Yeah,
0: that's what we would call sentimental clothing clutter. And everybody has it in their closet, especially women, because women, they walk in their closet and they go, God, I used to have great legs, or I used to be able to wear a mini skirt. I can't get rid of that. What if I fit back into that again? And so, closet clutter is also a big thing, whether it's keeping the dress you wore to your son's wedding, even though your son got married 20 years ago, but you Don't even fit into that dress. I say have a memory box, label it sentimental items, put that tie in the memory box and put it away. But keeping every little thing, you'll just be drowning in it. And then your kids have to deal with it. And I tell people all the time, they're going to come in and they're going to throw it out. It's it's great that you want it for now, but you're leaving the burden to your children, your grandchildren, whoever it is to throw everything out. And it's a burden. I see it all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree with you. I love that idea of taking a picture of it, you know, and keeping two of the forks from the yes. whole, you know, dining set or two of the plate settings instead of all 40 you know, scaling it down to a little bit and putting that in a sentimental box and yes. simplifying and downsizing, that makes really good practical sense. I know our listeners will really enjoy that hack or idea to work with that sentimental because I guess also we got to create room for our new sentimental events that are occurring in the coming exactly. years. You
0: know? <laughs> exactly. You always have to realize when one thing goes out, generally one thing comes in. So that's why it's so important to purge on a regular basis. So you're not stuck with always things coming in, but nothing's going out. And that's when people get stressed out and overwhelmed. And that's when they just don't do anything. They don't even know where to begin because there's just so much to tackle.
1: Yeah. I love that. Purge professional and just purge, purge. And then yes. I walk us through, Christine, like the different phases of our lives. And what are some things as we go through these different phases? And my wife calls them crap collectors. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. My wife is so anti stuff. And, you know, oh, I
0: love that.
1: Maybe the French word, she calls it crap collectors. And she goes, I'm done collecting crap. And if I can't use it efficiently, in the last 30 days, and I'm not going to use the next 30 days, it's gone.
0: This is music to my ears.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's who she is. But walk us through that. Help us with some of these different phases of where some of our listeners may be and some things that they need to be aware of.
0: Well, a few years ago, I, because I always take notes after, you know, I am with clients and I started to see a pattern. And the pattern was, People generally always were reaching out to me during a phase of life, whether it was a new mom who just had a baby, a mom who's pregnant, a newly married couple who were moving into their first house, an empty nester who decided to downsize, whatever it is, it was always a new phase of life, a widow who was moving out of her house because she just didn't need the space anymore. So, What I realized is, is each new phase of life comes about. It's so important to purge that past phase of life. And so that's what I come in to do. So if someone is downsizing, we get rid of so many things they've had in the or in a closet that they haven't looked at that is memorabilia that they don't want or items they've inherited because they're going from a 5,000 square foot house to a 2,000 square foot condo or whatever it is. And so you don't need to be a mathematician to figure that out. And so that's generally what I have been dealing with through my career is different phases of life that people are going through and they, Need help from one transition to the other.
1: That's great. You know, we all need assistance and guidance and access to really important people like a cardiologist, like a dentist, like a mechanic, but they also need a purge professional. It's great. Yes. I love it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I like it. I don't fix toilets. I have a plumber fix the toilet. Really, it's so helpful to have an organizer get you unstuck. It's we come in and get you unstuck. I have clients. I come in, their shoulders are hunched over. They're sad. They're beaten up. They've beaten themselves up. Why can't I do this myself? Why did I have to hire a professional? By the time I leave, they're... Hugging and saying, Thank you so much. I feel so good. And, you know, they're just happy. And so that's what makes my job so rewarding because people are so happy when I leave. They really are like, This is the best thing that could have happened to me. And it's just getting rid of stuff and reorganizing it.
1: Did you wake up and go to high school and say, I want to be a purge professional? And then you went to college. And I mean, how did you end up at this spot of being a professional purge crap disc collector?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was a stay-at-home mom, actually, and I... Went to a girlfriend's house one day waiting for a carpool pickup and we were sitting at her kitchen table and I looked to the left and she had this really long counter, but it was filled like from the bottom of the counter up, you know, almost a foot. I mean, it was high. And I said, hey do you want to help getting rid of it? We have time. We have like 30 minutes. She goes, why would you want to do that? And I said, because I think you would really, really enjoy this space once we purge and organize and make sense of it. And she goes, okay, if you want to, I'll do it. So we grabbed a garbage can. We sorted items that were just sitting on the counter, like old backpacks and you know things that didn't belong on there. And when we got to the very last stack, because we had sorted things to file, because back then you still had file cabinets and you filed things manually... I picked up the last stack and she had a bar sink and I was like, you have a bar sink. And she goes, you're not going to believe this. I totally forgot. I had a bar sink because she had just let things pile, pile, pile. And she said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this took us less than 30 minutes. The kitchen is the hub of the home. So she entertained a lot, too. So she was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be great. I can't wait to cook tonight. It really gives these spaces new life. When you get on top of whatever clutter you have, whether it's on your countertops, in your drawers, in your closets, it breathes new life into these spaces, Wow. I love it. So you were out
1: hanging with your friend and you could see this pile of crap
0: and you said. And I knew. Yeah, I knew that I could make a difference. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. But I'm like, I can make her really love this kitchen. It's just this is causing a problem. You know, this countertop is the problem in here. And when I was walking out the door, she goes, you know, I don't know if this is a job because you have to remember this is pre-social media. I mean, yes, we have the internet, but not what we have today. And she said, you should look into this. I said, into what? And she said, I don't know, whatever this job would be. And so I kind of ignored it. But then she referred me to somebody else and I did her space. And then she said the exact same thing when I was walking out the door. You should really do this as a job. And I thought, okay, I can't ignore this. So I went home and did do a Google search and found what I needed to find to see if I could make it a real legitimate business. And I did. And here we are today.
1: Amazing. Amazing. And are there credentials or designations for being a purge professional?
0: Well, we have NAPO, which is the okay. National Association of Productivity and Organization. And that's what I joined right away. Because if you want to know anything there is to know about organization, NAPO is where you need to go. They have classes you can take. You have other organizers you can connect with and share information with. They have tons of resources, anything you need to know about getting organized or helping someone get organized. So that was the first thing I did 14 years ago. And now I mean it's just been a ex- life experience. I mean, I've been doing this so long, I can do it in my sleep. So I think. You're either born with this or you're not. I have tons of very unorganized friends. I have unorganized family members. I think it's something that comes either naturally to you. I think everybody is good at something. So you may not be this super organized person, but you may be really good at math, which I am not. You know, so it's like I feel like everyone has their talent and their forte on what they're really good at. That's how I get people not to beat themselves up over not being organized because that's my job. And that's what I come in to help people do. So don't beat yourself up over it. This is why I'm here to help you. And we're going to get you organized. And I'm sure you're really good at doing whatever job you do that I would be terrible at. So that's how I look at organization. I don't look at it as like, Oh, you're not organized. So, you know, shame on you. It's like, I'm sure you're really good at something else that I'm terrible at. So Everybody has their strengths.
1: Absolutely. And that's the whole purpose of life is to spend time on your strengths and diversify your weaknesses.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I I mean, the last thing I want to do is to look under the hood of a car and try to find out what's wrong. Exactly.
0: I just think everybody has their strengths and they should only focus on what they're really good at and not what they're not good at. And like I said, if I have something wrong with the dishwasher. I hire someone to come in and fix it. I don't try to fix my own dishwasher. So that's how I kind of correlate it to people because people do beat themselves up over having to hire someone to come in and do something they feel that they should do. And it's not as easy as it looks unless that's something you enjoy doing. Yeah. And then Christine,
1: Pull the curtains back a little bit for us and tell us another example of your friend whose hidden sink was covered with crap. Share with us how real this is and how you've been able to really add some tremendous value of some prior clients that hired you and the calmness and the peacefulness that came once you took them from unorganized to organized
0: think that whenever i go into someone's home i kind of survey it and i look around and i always say what are the top two spaces in your house that you can't even walk in the room you dread looking at it it causes you so much anxiety and stress that you don't even want to open the door and generally that's where we start some people it's their closet some people it's a guest room some people it's the garage some people it's the kitchen. It just depends on where your stress is when you walk in your house. Generally, when we do one room, it leads to another room and another room. Because what I always tell people, don't try to do your house all at the same time. Pick a small space, purge it, organize it start to enjoy it, and then it'll motivate and inspire you to move on to another area of the home. If you try to tackle it all at the same time, you end up getting bored, frustrated. You want to stop and eat lunch, then you have lunch, then you want to catch up on your Netflix show, and it never happens. So taking like a medicine cabinet, a kitchen junk drawer, a linen closet, something that you can do, it's achievable, and then it will motivate you to move on to maybe a larger space, a more difficult space. Because when I go into people's houses, it's not always what people think. It's not like the whole entire house looks like an episode of hoarders. They're generally very organized people. They just have gotten overwhelmed. Maybe a mom that has three kids under the age of five. Maybe it's a woman who's lost her husband and has kind of been in a mode of where she can't get motivated to do anything. You know, it just depends what they're going through in their life. And I can always tell when I walk in somebody's house, what is happening in their life because a very super organized person isn't going to call me to their house. So I can see what's going on the minute I walk in the door and I'm there to help. I'm there to make life easier.
1: I love it. I've just been here taking all these notes, I'm sure, like all of our other listeners. And, you know, I'm sort of a sequential guy. And I have written over on the far left, unorganized anxiety, frustration. The next step is purge. The next step is organized. And the next step is peaceful, calm, peace of mind.
0: Reclaiming your space and loving it. That's all I want people to do is we're going to go in there we're going to redo your closet and you're going to walk in that closet and you're going to go, oh my God, I love it. And it doesn't have to be a walk-in. It can be a reach-in. It can be a tiny closet. You need to love every space in your house. And I do. People are like, do you love every space in your... I absolutely love every space in my house because I created that. I created spaces that are not cluttered, that are simplified, and that are calming. That's the thing, simplified and calm. It just makes everyday living so much better.
1: Yeah. Now, Christine, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you a little bit. What does your husband think of this? I mean, does he have his own little place where he can just dump his stuff? And it's like, two yes, by two feet. Yes.
0: Yes. What I did was he is very unorganized. So he actually (laughs) appreciates my organization. So he doesn't complain about it. He actually knows it's not his thing. So he takes advantage of it. But I also have said this, give the unorganized person that lives in your home, whether it's a husband, a partner, whatever it is, and Let them have one area that you're not micromanaging, be it a chest of drawers or some area that they can just do their own thing. And what ends up happening is he's so used to organized spaces that eventually he goes in, grabs the garbage can and starts organizing his spot without me even being there because I've never heard a person say, oh my God, I hate being organized. This is terrible. It's just not something you want to do on your own, maybe, but everybody enjoys a purged, organized space. It just brings, like I said, calm, serenity, peace, and it eases stress and anxiety in adults and in children.
1: Oh, it's terrific. It's terrific. And Christine, you've shared some amazing stories with us, you've shared with us the benefits of why it's important to have a purge professional nearby, the benefits of being organized, the benefits of what we need to do with our sentimental clutter and helping us get unstuck. How can our listeners follow you or learn more about the great things that you do?
0: I have a website, neatlydesigned.com. I'm on Instagram at neatlydesigned. I'm on Facebook at neatly designed as well. So you can find me anywhere under neatly designed. I have a YouTube channel, neatly designed. So anywhere social media wise, neatly designed.
1: Wonderful Christine. Christine, you're awesome. Listeners, we are so grateful and happy to have had Christine Stone with us today. Hope that you've enjoyed listening. Please remember to go to aristawealth.com to get other tools, tips, videos, resources to help you live a life of significance. And remember to share tools and other episodes with your friends and associates to help them also.
0: This episode of the Arista Wealth Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more advice on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle so you can focus on living your dreams. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.